Hey there, everybody. Welcome to the Level With You show. My name is Wiley Olmstead, and joining me this week, we've got... Oh, I forgot to give him a new nickname. He's still the Phantom Producer, Tyler Hadley. <laughs> Ooh, spooky ghost. And he's down there being all sexy, the do artistic one, Anthony Duart. Just proud parents. Just a proud parent of uh, two bustling baby boys. Okay, uh-huh. Uh-huh. All right. If you didn't know, this is a weekly video game podcast where the three or four of us get together and talk about, you guessed it, video games. If you could give us a like or maybe subscribe to our channel, that would be even better. Leave us a review on a podcast service, which is where we're getting most of our listeners these days. So if you're downloading them and you're listening when you're walking or when you're running or when you're just thinking, thank you. And uh, yeah, we're going to keep on keeping on. So this is episode 99. Wow. Big we we were almost there fellas we almost made it the big one double o big one double o we still haven't decided if we're going to rebrand as level with you chapter two season one (laughs) or uh we're just going to start back at zero level with you shippuden or we're going to change it to level with us we we don't know but we're, we're talking about the possibilities let us know in the comments if you've got a bright idea on where we should go going forward uh we'll be doing this in person eventually again but uh 50 yes, some like <laughs> 50 some uh remotely now uh it's been a nice way to sort of connect and feel close with my friends that i haven't seen in such a long time or at least when i see them it's 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 not so not you know short vaccinated now so i'm sure we'll be getting together for some meals and whatnot soon not yet i don't qualify till the 19th but once i qualify Oh, let me hear. Hang on, my microphone was muted. <laughs> muted on the stream. <laughs> I just realized. Um, Is it well welcome? But hey, I was asking. I was asking Anthony if he's been vaccinated. He said no. Here's a recap. Um, I'll tell you a secret. Yes. Caitlin also isn't qualified, but she scheduled an appointment. Oh damn! How'd she do that? This is. She just went on a website and scheduled and said she has yeah, one of I the love smoking cigarettes. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah. hey, she she could claim that she lived in a household where her mom chain smoked, so by proxy she is a chain smoker. Uh, okay. I, I, okay, I could do that. If my mom. Into fitness and like endurance runs because her mom couldn't even get up the stairs without huffing and puffing. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, well, so where was I? If you want to learn how to join the Discord, check out the YouTube description. You can talk with us regularly. Maybe we should chat a little more in the general so we're not just the four of us. We kind of, maybe that's my my bad. I'll try to do more interaction with the with the larger group more so. I'm bad at stuff too, yeah. don't worry. Talk about, uh, your cat, well, talk about your cats in the large group. Yeah, it's a good one. Oh, People yeah, love cats. Morning, they eat that shit up. This morning was kind of a shit show because I woke up, Pepper woke me up by stepping on my keyboard. Somehow he got Loop Hero to boot up and I hear the and I look over and I see him there and he's hey, time to feed me. <laughs> and so Wake I up. go get the cat, the, go get the can of Fancy Feast. I put the you know the half in his bowl, half in Penny's bowl, and Penny is not there. She's always there for food. I'm still in half asleep mode, and I, I lie down and I realize, uh, shit, where's Penny? And I look all over the house. I can't find her. She got outside, so she was outside all night, and um little bit of frustration there on blaming such and such and who and who and we're but it's all gonna be okay penny's safe she came when i came clapping uh outside and came running right up the store or stairs so she's doing good um but it was a little nice worrisome yeah yeah that is always Uh, a little hard when you're like oh fuck they, they, they only go out on their on their leashes right yeah, they only go out on their leashes, and I'm always with them. Uh, the reason for this being uh, is, I've said it on the show before, but there are weasels, there's foxes, there's bears, there's coyotes, there's um, 
moose. I've never seen a moose, but I hear that they're around. So it's a very kind of unsafe animal or area for domesticated animals, especially at night. So it's an animal kingdom. It's a big, wide wilderness. Yeah. So I, I, I put a half hour out of my lunch break a day where I take Pepper out. We sort of does we walk around on the Christmas tree farm mostly. He runs around, thinks he can catch a bird, and never does. <laughs> but that that's his highlight of the day for sure. Um, what's been new with you guys? Anything happening in your neck of the woods? Mm, let's see. It's been a couple of weeks for me. I had a big long training, work training that wasn't very exciting last week. Um, and feel like you were more part of the company. Nah, <laughs> it, it actually kind of it was. I learned about stuff that I'm probably never gonna even get to use at the company, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. But but it was good to know. You're out the other. Yep. Um. I mean, it's not that I didn't retain anything. It's just that the company isn't gonna probably invest in the thing that I learned about. <laughs> oh. Okay. So it's like a, they were thinking about it, like kind of on the edge, and then they're just like. <laughs> a... Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Um, let's see what else have I been up to? Uh, been doing some like outdoor stuff. I mean, uh, cleaning up the yard and things like that, and the nice weather that we had. Um, it's back to being kind of chilly again, unfortunately. Um, yeah, I still went for a bike ride. <clears throat> I, I still I went on like a nine mile bike ride a little while ago. If nice. you're moving, it's not bad outside. But if you're just like I was sitting, I had my window open earlier, and I had the breeze, and it's usually pretty nice, but at least the past couple of days, and today was a little, a little chilly, so I closed it back up. The weekend, we had a couple mm-hmm. real summer summer previews. Yeah, yeah that's right. Used, used real hard. Um, oh, I, uh, I went fishing on Sunday, Ooh. and... Anything good? No, nah, I think it was too cold. They probably got, like, cold-shocked. Um, cause I was, it was, it was, it was kind of chillier that day. So they probably just like went into hiding after like all those nice days that we had. Um, and I got back and I had two ticks on me. Oh, bro. I hate ticks. Big ones or the little I ones? Those. Uh, they were littler ones. Well, like me- medium. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure how you would yeah. rate, so rate the size. Small deer ticks are the ones you really got to be afraid of. Yeah. Uh, yeah the super, super That's what tells me. I think I think one of them I mean Caitlin was pulling them off of me. I think one of one of them was a dog tick and then the un, another one was she thinks was a deer tick. Um but Hopefully yeah. I won't hopefully I don't develop Lyme. I think you'll be okay. Hopefully, as long I'm as you like, get them right away like when you, you get them in the same time. That's like only if you leave them on for a super super long not super long amount of time. Yeah, that's what I read is that they need to be on for like 36 to 48 hours before it can develop. I gotta check mine. I haven't looked at myself Glad for a while. Were you checking yourself, or did you just happen to find them? No, I was I was checking myself. Um, oh yeah. Because the thing is, um, so I I left where we were fishing. I mean, it was like it was in the woods, like at, at this like dam, um, and I felt Damn. some. I felt something like on my head. And I, oh, like, I hate that. I pulled my hand off, and it was like on on me. So I flicked yeah. it off, like in my car. Yep. <laughs> um and there must have been more than just that one on me because I got home and there was two two more on me. Wow. At least you had the initial, like, did you get the little, like, the jitters? Like, not the jitters. It's like the goosebumps of just, like, having something else, like, oh, falling yeah. on you, crawling. I, I hate like, it. Oh, and oh. I, I can't even remember, like, I don't, I don't think, I can't even remember if I have ever even had a tick on me. Like, it, it grosses me out to, like, no end. Just the idea mm-hmm. of, like, ticks and, like, them latching onto me and sucking have you seen stand by me uh i don't think so (laughs) no okay well it's a great movie uh good book too but that's the one the kids are all on the train tracks right yeah where they're trying to find the body and there's a lot of there's a big dramatic scene with the train tracks but there's a scene where they all go swimming and they get covered in leeches and Uh... they're all just like pulling them off each other and then the main character has one on his you know what and like leeches for some reason i'm not as freaked out about compared to to ticks for, for whatever reason if leeches were as potentially dangerous as ticks would that be the case uh i just don't I like I, I just don't like bugs um 
I've, I've grown i've grown to not be so freaked out over like spiders and like other things like that but there are like some bugs that the bugs that i don't see very often those are the ones that freak me out <laughs> but the big spiders the ones that are like big <laughs> right. big boys yeah those those can freak me out i mean if i see one and i'm not in any danger i'm not gonna be like oh my god yeah. You know, so many people have arachnophobia, including mm -hmm. Elena. Like, you know, if there's a daddy lawn around in the shower, it just makes Oof. it a much less enjoyable <laughs> experience for her. Oh, very. That just ruins the whole, the whole the whole time. We have such high ceilings that it's like I can't always get to it. Um, just get one of those little like you know those little things you get out of like the capsule machines, the little toy rubber hands. Just get one of those and like try to slap it. <laughs> Yeah, there's. I've definitely had to be creative, get some brooms out, and maybe just try it, try and get it with a shirt or something like that. <laughs> Let me grab my oh. stick. That's four brooms taped together. <laughs> Hell yeah! Get the get a rake. Just bring your rake in. Just as long as you don't have a popcorn ceiling from wrecking everything. You know, I don't even think I own a rake at this time in my life. Gotta get one. Yeah, mm -hmm. I do need one. Um, so one more thing I want to mention just before, because it was like so shitty, is I got like viciously bit and scratched by my neighbor's cat on Saturday. Oh yeah. So how did, so how did this happen? You were telling you uh, you bent down. You're like, oh hey kitty, just to like give it a little pets. <laughs> yeah. So him and Pepper, who's my cat, um, have had stare downs in the yard during our walks um, for months now, but it never amounts to anything. It's just the the other cat will sort of make a really low grumbling noise, and Pepper will just look as, you know, innocent like he does his little "I want to be your friend" look. And Hang out, play with me. He just, at least that's that's what what I like to think. But, um, I was on the phone with my mom. They were just a couple feet apart. Uh, I was trying to give the cat a pet, which was not a smart idea because he's never let me pet him before. But he always usually just gives me a a warning like. <laughs> a bat like a bat yeah but Rather this time i don't know why maybe it was because he was just having a bad day but he like lunged at me like, Jeez. was was like attached to my whole oh, oh my gosh, gosh. Ooh, our kitten oh god trying, kitten does I that was but really going like shaking oh, him off that sucks and yeah so there was a lot of bleeding and i had to go to the cvs and get it Get the the ointment and the antibiotic and everything like that, and so it's, it's all good now. Just swollen for a couple of days. Yeah. The day after it was swollen as hell. Like I couldn't like put my elbow on the table. That or... sucks. Did you? Was the neighbor out there to like see it happen? Uh, they believe it or not, were were not. They were like a hundred feet away, and I didn't want to make a big dramatic scene, so I told them after the fact, and they were very <laughs> apologetic. Hey, hey, yeah. <laughs> apologetic and you know you know if, if you ever need to hit him with a newspaper that type of thing. <laughs> <laughs> be like oh i wanted what to did, uh, wanted what, to hit him with something else what'd your mom say while you were on the phone with her <laughs> were you like screaming like as you were on the phone yeah i was like ah she's like what what yeah i would have been free that was, that's, that's something scary to hear as a parent <laughs> I, like, I just oh, got no. attacked by the neighbor's cat i gotta go <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't hear it, like the neighbors. I was surprised too, and uh, I, you know, part of me was like wanting to march over there and be like, "Look what your stupid cat did!" Hey, but hey, idiots! Look. You knew that would have made them feel really bad. I'm I suing like, you. You know what? You're lucky I'm so not. You're lucky I'm a nice guy because you know, this guy you can go to court over this. I could get cat scratch fever. <laughs> which i didn't even really know was a thing until i started googling what to do and yeah it's, it's been like a kitten thing that you could get but yeah you, it sounds like you treated it the perfect way so it's i wouldn't worry about it yeah yeah i didn't want to i was like man i just want to be lazy and stay home and play video games <laughs> it's supposed to be but... saturday yeah you had a good ex you had a good excuse after that after all that then <laughs> yeah 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 uh Ugh. speaking of video games we should probably get into some of the ones that we've been playing uh Tyler has gotten through the entire first Fantasian game, the iOS exclusive. You can play it Proud on you. your phone, your tablet, your PC, but it's got to be from the Apple Arcade. It's from the... It's a lot of Final Fantasy pedigree working on it, right? Uh, yep, it's... 
created by I can't remember his name, one of the Final Fantasy creators, um, and made by Mistwalker. That's uh, not Yuji Naka. That's Sonic. So a lot of um, let's see. Coincidentally, I guess he worked. He, he's old school Final Fantasy. Been in the industry for a long time. This is his new thing. Oh, here in Obisakaguchi. Has a lot of interesting things going on visually. A lot of like pictures taken of of scenes makes it sort of got a claymation slash photorealistic look. Um, from what I'm seeing, I haven't played any of it. Uh, I downloaded Outriders. We heard Kenny talk about it last week, and I'm way more into it than I ever expected myself to be. Oh, really? Oh yeah, for sure. It's Hell yeah! Because I I finished the download, so I got to boot it up. Nice. It's really fun. I. Uh, if you've got Game Pass, definitely check it out. I'll be talking in more detail in a bit. Um, progressed a little bit in Odd World, and Anthony was. Um, I forgot to add your section. You been playing anything? That's okay. No, I've just I've just been drawn. Been working on commission. Did my taxes. I played the game called Do Your Taxes Like a Human. <laughs> I did that. Or an adult. Sounds like you did that pretty good. Oh I yeah. Off the papers with the tax lady, and uh, we just found out what our return was going to be. And we talked about that before the show, but I guess we won't. Uh, <laughs> no disclosure here. If you want, you're going to have to get in real good with the inner circle. You find out our taxes um, numbers. So why don't we start off with Fantasian? Um, I also yeah Google play pass, which I'm going to talk a little bit about for my phone, which is like the Apple arcade editor. So Tyler Fantasian, it's a turn-based RPG got those unique visual elements i had mentioned what's uh what stands out what people know first um i think what you were mentioning is that it is i think more of a old school final fantasy compared to like any of the the newer games like i don't know 10 on um i would relate it more towards like a final fantasy 7 um just in kind of the way of the development and the progression of the game so you start off um as leo um he's a character who has lost all of his memories and he starts off in this like machine world and then shortly after gets transported back to the human realm and as you're progressing you're you're battling you're meeting some new characters um you, so you're you're building your party. You get like uh, a mage uh, character who can like heal you, and she's like a she casts holy, so she's like a holy holy mage, uh, magical girl. Uh, then you got another girl who's like uh, she she's casting these this like night spirit uh, and things like that. Um, and it's, it's it's a pretty actually like challenging like game like the combat starts off like really easy just to, like ease you into it but some of the boss battles like you really need to make sure that you're you're buffing that you're debuffing that you're using your items to to heal your characters you're using sp spells to heal your characters um i mean there's no difficulty settings so it it is what it is um and i i really enjoyed that about it um because I don't always like when a game can be too handholdy, um, especially as like a Final Fantasy game, um, having to kind of like think my way through. I mean, one of the the later boss battles, I I probably it took me maybe like ten to fifteen tries to to to, to finish it. Um, so more involved. And I would always be dying like at the same part, and I have to think like, okay, like what can I like do even just like slightly differently in order to like get get past this part? Ridiculous move that does like six hundred damage to all four of my party members, <laughs> that type of thing. Yeah, exactly. No, that's and it's like yeah. it's like okay, I need like at least one person to be alive by this point, then I can revive them, and then hopefully he attacks this other person. <laughs> oh, that sounds so good. Yeah, that's uh. I'm big into that. So these boss battles, I was struck by a couple weeks ago talking about uh, Octopath, how long some of them were. Are, are they pretty long in this one too? Um, yeah, some of them are, are pretty long. Um, pretty early on in the game, one of the, the skills that you unlock um, is like a research skill, um, which will tell you if the enemy is 
weak or strong against anything as well as like how much hp it has um so it kind of gives you a typically like the way i always used it was i casted it early on in the battle because then you can always go back and see how much hp they have left or like what their affinities are um so you kind of like know like how much longer it might progress or like what you kind of need to do in order to get like through a few more turns because you know you have like this amount of hp to take care of um i like to know how much there is left definitely um so yeah it, it kind of gives you the option of knowing or not knowing because you have to cast one of those spells or use a, a research item in order to know um and the the battle styles are pretty cool so there's like a couple different types of attacks i mean you have like your typical like buffs and debuffs um you have your regular like fight attack which is just like your non-elemental strike um and then you have like your magic attacks your typical magic attacks can the enemies that you fight appear in different formations in front of you so sometimes they, they're they're lined up or sometimes they're like spread apart um magic spells tend to can go through so they they, they, they pierce enemies so like it can hit a bunch of people in a line um as well as magic spells can you can arc them so you can hit kind of pe people on a curve it sounds like it's like a little bit between a traditional Final Fantasy turn-based and a little bit more grid-based, like either a Final Fantasy Tactics or a Fire Emblem. And I wouldn't really call it very grid-based because like the characters themselves aren't moving. It's just the the attacks that are changing, kind of like what what gets hit and like how things are oriented. Um, okay. Another really cool thing, and I think um, really great thing about this game is um pretty close towards the beginning you get this uh device called the dimegion or, or something like that um and what that does is so t so t before you get the device you're you're going through the wilderness areas and you're just getting random encounters uh, of enemies but once you get this this uh dimegion device as you go you can turn it on or off when it's on um and you're going through those wilderness areas it'll store those encounters in the Dimigion. It's pretty much like putting them in another dimension. Um, and, wow. it store, and it stores up to 30 monsters. So what? at any point, you can click on the Dimigion and say, like, okay, I, I want to fight all 20 of these monsters. Um, <laughs> uh, it's, it's not, like, technically at the same time. It'll put, like, ten on, it'll, it'll put like seven on the screen, and then, like, as your the battle progresses, it'll throw, like, a few more in um until you defeat all of them um so i thought that was pretty cool because it it's really nice to just kind of like to be able to walk and not have to worry about hitting monsters every few steps or something like that so having the mechanic to say like okay i can wait a little while and then i can just like fight them all at the same time and sometimes that's nicer because with more enemies on screen you're able to it gives yeah it gives you like power-ups like extra turns and attack boosts um, but it gives you more opportunities to like do a piercing attack and hit more enemies or do a magic attack and like hit more enemies at the same time sounds like a really neat and smart mechanic because turn-based battles man i mean it, like they i mean not turn-based uh random encounters are something that i think we just don't have time for that in 2021 uh, it's, it's nice when you see them on the map. I like that, totally. that mm -hmm. new thing yeah. they're doing. You see them on the map, you smack them, and then you surprise them. They smack you, they surprised you. Like That's cool I think Dr Dragon Quest did a pretty good job of, you know, you still need to grind. You still need to, to have times where you're doing nothing but leveling and doing it out in the wild, but you're not, you're doing it on your own terms. And it sounds yeah. like this is a way to actually like bring it into the lore too, which is cool. yeah. That's super um, sweet. So, like the way the battles, like you said, there you can arc things. Does that um, does uh, spacing or position in battle play a big part then? So, like how how is it laid out? Like when you're in battle. Yeah. So you have up to three active party members um, with you, um, and so I don't say like I got my 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 three people here. Um, then I could have like an enemy, like here, 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 and over here. <laughs> Um, with a piercing attack, like I could have one of these guys 
hit like both enemies that are in the uh, same line. Um, or if I have like a magic attack user over here, I could hit like the, if they're in a, like a diamond shape, I could probably hit the one on the side of the diamond and the one in the back, like with one of those like mag magic arc attacks. So it'll show you kind of like a, like an outline of a shape mm -hmm. as opposed to like when you're going to cast it to like, oh yeah, you'll hit. Yeah. It, I mean, it, and it, sh it, it shows you what, what enemies you'll hit. Um, I mean with the, with the touch controls, um, you just kind of like drag over like what direction you want it to go in. And um, if you kind of like pinch backwards, that's when it kind of starts to arc. And it, it highlights what, what enemies are going to get hit by it. That's awesome. That's, you're making me want to download the arcade. I'm sorry that that was yawning the entire time. It's really good. And and there, there, there's, there's like side, <laughs> there's side quests in it. There's like secret treasure chests that you have to get like special keys to open. And th those typically have like improved uh, weapons or armor and items and things like that. Um, towards the end of the the first part, it took me about like sixteen hours to finish it. Um, towards the very end, you 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 finally get this like special item that unlocks a, a skill tree for your for the main character. Um, uh, but uh, unfortunately, the the part one ends kind of shortly after that so you don't get like a whole lot of time to actually like increase like your skill tree um mm -hmm. and i think other characters are probably going to have skill trees too uh in in part two as well how many characters do you get total for your party in part one you get one two three four five one two one two three four five six i think oh wow um <laughs> but but you but you never have the so, so the story plays out in a way though that you actually never have more than three in your wow. in your like active party because there are some mm -hmm. some some cases where um somebody gets lost or or two people get lost and then like other people right. join you and, and things like that so so i actually never had a chance to like have like a full party where i could switch people out like um yeah, as yeah, i wanted I don't, I don't like that. um but i definitely think that's that's coming in part two um and i read an article that says part two is going to feature uh it's going to be a lot more op open um so a lot more side quests to be available and kind of a lot more exploration um rather than how this part one was which was somewhat somewhat linear i mean there were some side quests that you were able to go out and do but is there anything um, post game no just i mean you can you, you can go back and grind and then once part two comes back out you just pick up from where your progress was right but it doesn't like get you like once you beat the final boss it doesn't pull a kingdom hearts and just like end there so you can't like go back yeah it just sends you back to the point like right before you you finished part one and then you can you keep grinding or do whatever you want like that um so i'm reading the critic the uh it's got an 81 on metacritic but it seems pretty positive there's only 10 reviews and there's only 12 user reviews but they're like absolutely raving about it and it's, it looks pretty cool i'm i wish it was on android i'm like was talking about before the show that I, I kind of miss having an iPad and this that'd probably be the best place to play this thing. Um, yeah, I think so. Well, all right, let's move on. So uh, I want to talk about Outriders, which I know Kenny gave us the spiel on last week. I was like, eh, I should probably give this a shot. A lot of folks are talking about it. Kenny really likes it. I was, you know, a little hesitant because I still don't have the Series X. It's on Game Pass, so I'm. Back on my ancient Xbox One, dealing with these load times. Same here, man. I'm going to be on the original Xbox One with you. It plays way better than it did on the demo. Like the, the it's it was really extra framey on the demo, and I don't know. I, I didn't give it a fair shot. Like after I didn't like half an hour of the gameplay, I was like, eh, not for me. Nah, that's but, fair. That's what a demo's there for. True, but this one, um, so it carried over my progress for the demo so i didn't have to do the pro prologue again i changed my class to trickster which is the same one kenny is and uh the demo is pyromancer and i just wasn't really vibing with that but 
the gameplay is just like super snappy and fun and what this does really well for this type of rpg shooter slash looter shooter is gives you a ton of agency over how you want to play and approach situations even within one class like you can uh you have all these different abilities that you get as you level up uh, and there's the ones that you bind to lb rb and then the both at the same time and they really can change how you're going to enter into a fight like there was one fight where it was a big boss and there weren't any there was minimal ads and you know, mainly focusing on him so i didn't have to do like crowd control stuff so i switched to my ammo that made it so my sniper shots would be a lot more powerful and, and before that i had something that could like slow a mob around me so i could just really like either pick them off all by one by one or do this really badass sword sword move where everybody turns into a skeleton and then like evaporates it's pretty neat. oh yeah i remember kenny talking about that that's sweet yeah, it looks really neat. And then there's another one that I got a little more recently, which is totally ridiculous, but I, I love it. Is just you, well, I, I bind it to RB and I literally just start swinging around like, uh, what do you call it? A dreidel just with my sword. <laughs> That's sick. You're like, yeah. so you're like the Beyblade. Yeah, like a Beyblade. There, Fuck dreidel. yeah. They're, the, the kids listen. The same thing. Beyblades, dreidels, one's got anime. Um, so that's been fun, and uh, the story people keep shitting on it. I, I, I'm not. I think that some of the voice acting, including that of the main character, are pretty weak. Uh, the side quests are forgettable, but the overall story I'm sort of into, uh, like figuring out what the anomaly is, which is this big storm that fucked everything up on what was supposed to be the safe safe planet earth um it's i've actually been reading some of the logs and looking into characters backstories i think the the game does a really takes a page out of destiny's book where like there's um, a section on the menu if you like tab over where it's all the characters you've met um all the audio maybe not the audio logs but like all the uh, story things you found throughout the game like the the letters and the messages and the email terminals probably not any emails because like one of the things the anomaly does is makes her so like no technology works so that set people back a lot and uh got a lot of folks acting crazy um the world tier you guys remember when kenny talked about that right yeah i was seemed kind of confusing though on that so like that meant like the overall level it's just a difficulty. It, it's it's just like so. Like the first world one and two are easy. Three is says is normal. Four it says is hard. And then there's eleven after that. So like thirteen must be like fucking excruciating. <laughs> that sucks. But yeah, but um, I'm playing. I've only played solo so far. I am now. I'm fine on, on four. For uh, there's been a couple times where I had to put it back down one notch but uh it's you could do it literally in the middle of a fight which i think is great like a lot of them you would think like you're you need to reload this area if you want to change the difficulty uh maybe not in the middle of a boss maybe like takes a little while to take effect but i do appreciate that you can just do it and not have to think about like resetting your progress or anything so that's nice uh and what what it does you get you get better drops you know much better weapons when you're playing on higher difficulties not to say that you can't get cool ones on lower ones but it's just easier uh, yeah it's just the the initiative or the uh incentive to to get better stuff um but like comparing it to a gears of war like it it is night and day how much better this game plays than a gears of war um not no hating on the gears of war franchise i really like it but you move like a tank compared to how you move in this game. You're really fast. Your role gives you a lot of agency um, as far as getting in and out of situations as well as your different powers. Like you can feel really overwhelmed and just use two of your moves in a really optimal way and just like restore all your health and kill 11 guys. Like it, it's really neat at, uh, at 
make you feel making you feel like you know, I, I got out of that in a really I couldn't couldn't have been any better. Um, so I'm gonna continue with it. Like it's I have a, I hope I don't get burnt out. It seems like it's gonna be really long, and it's gonna be repetitive. But out of the I probably put in eight to ten hours this week, and I it's definitely the number one thing that I'm playing as of right now. So Ooh. yeah. That sounds good. That sounds like it's definitely got that destiny hook in you already. So I'm sure you'll come back to it. Or be yeah, and it's nice because you know the games. I still am not going to say I like this more than Destiny or anything. Is Destiny's one my, my most played games ever? But when you take time off from Destiny, so much stuff to learn. There's so much things you like missed out on and mechanics that have changed. So it's nice being on the the ground floor of something like that. Even though they're they're saying yeah. that it's not going to be necessarily a live service game, but we'll see. I think this oh, depends on how well it does. Might uh, change their tune. They were just trying to avoid another Avengers situation. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, Anthony, you just downloaded it, so I'll be happy to help you out, run, run a few, uh, missions, get you leveled up to where I am, which is Hell yeah. 11 or 12 now. Mm. I wish it was on Game Pass PC. That would be cool. I know, that, that is a bummer that you can't. Yeah, that's weird um, that they didn't do that. If you wanted to get it on PS5, I would, uh, be open to a conversation. Open <laughs> to a conversation. Is it, is it crossplay? It is. Yeah. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, they, they said it was broken um, at first, but I got a patch three or four days ago where it's working now. That's awesome. Yeah. So, I'll, cons- um, I'll consider it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I wish there was a way that like you could just level up for me so I wouldn't have to go through the first eight hours of the game again, but... <laughs> I don't think big characters copy your file or I don't know maybe there's a way but okay so why don't we move on from Outriders um Tyler anything besides Fantasian that you'd like to mention or uh um that's really the 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 big one uh the season three of Rocket League started a few days ago so I've just been playing that a little bit nice so I didn't even know that they did seasons. They must have recently started. That game's been out for years and years. Uh, I mean, they've they've always done seasons. Um, this is like the new season three, um, like since since oh. since Epic got it. Um, I think oh, they I think they were up to like season twenty or something like that, and then they like reset to season one once uh, Epic got it. Gotcha. Okay, so. What do they do to keep people playing this game? Like it, it, it's a great game, but what what keeps you? Is it just the the gameplay loop? Like it just still hasn't gotten you coming back for hundreds of hours. I mean, I just think it's like there's always kind of like room for improvement. Like it's it's a competitive game, um, or as as competitive as you want it to be. Um, and I keep like there's just like certain things that. I keep going back to it because I'm like, oh, like I want to, I want to win, like I want to beat some people, and uh, and I feel like like I I can get better, um, but I feel like I'm at the point where like I personally can't really get better unless I either a like have somebody who I know is better like teach me some of like the the the, the special skills and things, um um, or I like go onto YouTube and just like try to learn for myself, like like for example. There's one thing like at the very start of a match, you know, you have like the the kickoff where they just like fly at the ball and try to hit it. Um, there's something you can do called like a like a fat like fast flip like start off kind of thing, where you pretty much go at like one like point point five increase speed by like doing the special like flip and rotation kind of thing, and you just like. Get, well, if if somebody isn't doing it, then you're like guaranteed to get to the ball first. Oh wow, that's crazy. Yeah, so it's yeah. a, that's very in depth. And then just like all like the aerials and things like that, and getting aerials. better at that. How do you know with your aerials? I, I'm yeah, pretty yeah. I'm pretty good at aerials. Um, yeah. I'm I'm still pretty choppy when it comes to like playing the ball off the wall so if like if, if i'm driving on the wall and i'm trying to like jump off the wall and like reconfigure myself so i can like fly and hit it i still can't really do that 
I remember you saying a while ago that you'd never change the aesthetic of your car. Is that still true? No, I, I've made a couple of different vehicles now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little tired of it. Yeah, um, a little bit. Your, your dead mile five little thingy <laughs> yeah i changed that hell yeah because now in the in the garage i mean there's so many like items and settings and things like that in the in the game now um there's it's like there's so many different customization options compared to like years ago um so yeah i got and in the garage now you can create multiple presets so it's just a matter of like hitting l1 r1 to like go to all your presets and be like oh i, I, I want to play with this car i want to play with this car design with these special decals and trail or whatever um that's what destiny that needs to do i've been saying that since year one they destiny don't have loadouts like different guardians that's wild i thought just i thought destiny did have loadouts uh, did or didn't? does i'll i'm surprised because i i would have been certainly using it and I'll, i sound like an idiot if i'm wrong but <laughs> I'd be Let surprised if they, they... Let us know. Didn't... Yeah. If you're listening, anybody out there? We got like 70,000 concurrent viewers right now. 70 <laughs> million thousand. Um, but anyway, okay. So that was a good Rocket League update. Glad you're still enjoying it after all these after all these years. We, we got it's it been... free on PS Plus back in the day. It's been I a long time. Platinum. I got the platinum. Have you gotten the platinum yet? <laughs> no. No? <laughs> no. Like, I remember one of the things I did right when that game came out, it was like, you can, there's one of the achievements is you got to like drive a certain crazy distance, which I'm sure wow. you got to by now. Probably. But, yeah. Yeah. But I just hooked up some rubber bands to, to the left and right sticks left and, <laughs> Hell on, yeah. and worked out. So you do it. <laughs> got that trophy. Um, it was a really wild. easy one to get. Oh, you have to play through matches, just like sit there and every match just drive around. You no, you just set it to like play against the AI and ah. turn off the time limit, that type of thing. That's awesome. Yeah, gotta get in the gotta get in those those less points. So I'm going back into the office, which means I need games to play on my phone. So I t decided to try out the Google Play. Um, what's it called? The Google Play Pass, which is the <laughs> response came out about a year after the apple arcade launched and um i don't think it, it was seen as very good out of the gate but just from my googling and my looking around at people's impressions of it seems like the library is pretty strong now you can get a free trial for a month after that it's five bucks same price as apple arcade okay. there are more games i don't know if they're necessarily better uh, i mean that's the case with the android store as opposed to the apple store anyway but um see where was i going with that so the two that i have I downloaded several including stardew valley um oh, that's a good one. yeah i haven't given that a shot yet on mobile but i downloaded dandara which is a game that was sort of released on everything is a metroidvania um i tried it on game pass and bounced off it didn't really speak to me i thought the controls were uh, there's a gimmick where you sort of are zooming yourself uh, throughout the levels, like you're not actually walking. Any all the traversal is uh, a line going a certain way. You line up where you want to land, and then you click. And so you're sort of uh, zigzagging throughout the the spaces. But when you're doing it on your phone and you're flicking your thumb exactly where you want to go, it's much more intuitive. And you're flying through these levels in, in a way that on a controller felt pretty sluggish. Um, I also think it looks nicer on a small screen. It was reminding me of a, a really like refined Game Boy Advance game. Oh, that's the yeah. best. I love that aesthetic. Yeah, I think you'd dig the game. Um, I think I, I know what you're, which one it is, too. Dandara. It's got some subtitle now, thanks to an update, like Trials of something. Fear, like yeah. Uh, okay. Um, uh, Golden Age Retriever, if you're listening, I think you should check this out on the Switch. I know it's got touchscreens on there. I don't know if it'll be oh, wow. as intuitive as holding it in. Oh, actually, you could just take off the um, take off the Joy Cons and probably play it like that, and that would be just fine. That'd be pretty cool. cool. It looks interesting. Um, I'm only an hour and a half in, but I've been impressed with the 
uh, pretty much is how well it plays. You know, you you're, use your right thumb to do the traversal. You do use your left thumb to uh, shoot your gun. And, you know, the, the combat's been very minimal so far. But like I said, only hour and a half in. I'm a little bit lost right now, but not in a bad way. I'm just sort of like, hmm, need to figure out where to go next. Um, but still have some more nooks and crannies that I haven't gone to yet. Um, beaten one boss so far. And just really digging the aesthetic. Oh, there's yeah. another game that I'm briefly level head, which uh, got a lot of positive reviews and has a lot of fans. This one's also on Steam and maybe a couple other places as well. It's sort of uh, it's got a cute premise. You're playing this little delivery robot where uh, you you work for this evil faceless corporation and you're essentially just making deliveries throughout these tough tough to navigate levels sort of think like uh, super meat boy or celeste uh, inspiration oh yeah, yeah i remember seeing the previews for that oh yeah maybe it was like a switch like indie thing or something i think it was yeah i think the game is really nice looking i think that if i was playing it on a controller that it could be very well good like it's got the the levels are nice and short but like when i was getting to the end of these levels and i think i got through four it would say what my what an on-time delivery was it was like 42 seconds it took me like five minutes and 47 seconds <laughs> struggling against this like to no end i it's just it was night and day comparing these two games and one being so enhanced with touch controls and one being so worse um but anyway it was, but it was nice especially dundar i haven't played anything quality on mobile in a long time i do enjoy it every once in a while looking forward to giving monument valley 2 a try i really love the first one and it looks like that's on the on the play pass so maybe i'll talk about that next week nice uh odd world a couple levels don't have anything more to say same same as what i said last week so rewind the tape and add two levels. That's the yeah. Okay, guys. It is time for the topic of the show this week, which I was perusing through the Kotakus and the game spots as you do when you're looking for what you want to talk about on the Level With You show. And what I decided was, hey, let's have a light and fun topic. We've been talking about Sony fucking up so much these past couple <laughs> weeks. And we could keep talking about that because the it don't stop. It's just a crit- <laughs> constant drip drop of disappointments turns out the ps4 isn't going to play digital games once some sort of battery on it dies out in a few years oh yeah 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 same thing with the vita it's stupid yeah so it's it's a bummer being a, a playstation first guy this is like i hope they can stop this downward trend i think they mm-hmm. will but uh it's definitely been a rough few weeks we it we're getting some some clamoring for Jim Ryan to to step aside, which you know he's only been doing it for a couple of years, so I doubt he will of his own free will. Hmm. Um, so let's see. The topic is Legend of Zelda is turning thirty five this year. Oh, and I baby. We talk about what our first Zelda game was or our first Zelda experience, what our favorite is, and then conclude the show with our Breath of the Wild two naming predictions. Ooh. like subtitle naming like what's it going to be well yeah like we, i don't think anybody thinks it's going to be called breath of the wild 2 although link smelly sucks like uh no i don't think they'll go with that but something <laughs> of the like it could be i could definitely see a something else of the wild or yeah or a breath of the something besides wild breath of the darkness yeah. that's suffocation go- of darkness or something i'm going with that I'm sorry, that's the spoiler, but Breath of the Darkness, that's what... Breath of Darkness. I can see that. Honestly, it doesn't sound too far-fetched. What do you think about yours? Breath of Ganon. Breath of Ganon, smelly bed, morning breath. (laughs) Um, Speaking of Ganon and Zelda, tell me, Anthony, what was your first Zelda game? My first Zelda game was Ocarina of Time, and that I remember watching be played at a friend's house, and it actually scared me at first. It was very, like, the atmosphere. I, like, I've always since then thought that Zelda games had, like, a really good, like, game atmosphere and were, very like, perfect to pull you into their world. And it, like, it was so good at the time when I was super young. I was probably, like, eight, seven, eight, and, like, got yeah. so sucked into it. And it was just, they had, like, that kind of overall creepy tone, especially when you're an adult. 
like the adult link where his kid links running around and things are cool. They're a little creepy sometimes. Like, oh, you're going to the well and it's, oh, you got to get the song. It's creepy sometimes. And then, you know, you go back into Hyrule Castle Town as an adult and it's just the zombies are there. Going, There's no music. It's all just like wind N64, the compressed wind sounds. Yeah, that's I had sort of forgotten about that, but I, I, you totally took my answer. I, literally in the out, in the outline, my first experiences with the series were watching it at my friend's house um, who had the N64. I had the PlayStation. You know, he would play Tony Hawk and Crash Bandicoot at my place, Jet Moto, mm-hmm. M- NBA Live, and you know, I would play Diddy Kong and NCW or WCW and watch him play zelda hell yeah yeah that's like pretty much the same thing the codependent uh gamer child relationship you can play off (laughs) each other uh so i did not but i had the the same feelings of you like just the scale of it was so impressive yeah seeing like you know when you're in the very first area we have to find your sword and your shield and it doesn't really tell you where they are yep yeah you just kind of like go out yeah, you just kind of go out and you're like, you'll find them. I I thought that was like, how are you supposed to know where to find that? Like, I yeah. at that time I was playing really linear stuff, mm-hmm. like the stuff I had met, like sports games, Crash Bandicoot, um, racing games. That was a big problem for me when I was younger. Was like the open ended, couldn't like my little baby brain couldn't comprehend. And I'm like, what do I yeah. do? What do I? What I can't go there. Yeah, so it always seemed like, and like I would see parts where he'd be in a dungeon, and there would just be all these puzzle solving and, and the, the lava and yep. the changing the levels of the water and the water temple. And I was like, yeah, oh. you're a genius to get through this. So, <laughs> right. uh, so the first, um, what about you, Tyler, before we move on from first? Um, I mean, I think technically I played the one on the, um, on the super Nintendo, even though I, I never did anything with it? I was I was young, didn't get get very far. Um, former's number one game of all time, a link to the past. Um, yeah, I mean, I also think um, it was either Ocarina of Time or or, or Majora's Mask that I played first. It's hard to say because I don't think I owned either of them when I owned a Nintendo sixty four. So I can't remember which one I actually played. I, I probably got a got one of them from Blockbuster, and that's how I played it. Yeah, yep. That was a lot of my experience around 64 gaming was Blockbuster. We rented a bunch. And I'll tell you, the most disappointing rental I ever had from Blockbuster, or one of them, was uh, Quest 64. That game fucking sucks. <laughs> or at least back then. I'm sure <laughs> if I went back to it now, it would be like... I don't know. I don't know if it would be better, but it's it was like, what? You, you have no clue what to do. It was one of those ones that they're just like, oh, go, go save your dad. And you're like, oh, okay. And just give it this big, like, I don't know where to go. And the walking speed was just like, you're this little boy just running around like this. It's terrible. Um, all right. I won't play Quest 64. Thank you for the play Quest 64. <laughs> or at least watch a speed run on it. I just, I I just watched a couple it. of those. So I was just like, mm. I was, like, <laughs> I was uh, not, a, not a fan of this growing up. And it's, I, I don't think it's a good game, but. Uh, so back to our. Zelda talk. Um, I did eventually go back and play Ocarina of Time. I don't want people to think I didn't. I think the way I did it though was when you pre-ordered the Wind Waker, you got oh yeah an amazing bonus. I think it came with Legend of Zelda, maybe Zelda Two, mm-hmm. Ocarina of Time, and was it Majora's Mask as well? Yep. Or, wow, the four so, pack that thing. That thing goes if you still have that. That's worth. I don't. I almost uh, bought it for like fifty bucks. A couple of years ago, I don't know why I didn't pull the trigger. Probably because I figured, man, I'm never actually. It's, well, at this point, it's hard too because it's like that was the one but, for um the GameCube, right? Or yeah, Wind Waker was for GameCube, but they had this amazing pre-order bonus where you got that those four games and yeah. at like no additional cost. It was it was it was on its own special gold disc kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it was gold. I know the Wind Waker disc was gold. Was it? Uh, did I have mine? You have it. Oh, <laughs> Um, oh, so yep. that's that's how I played it, and I got yeah. to like the Shadow Temple, which is like the, either the last or the second. Oh, nice. Yes. This is the promotional disc. Is it gold? Nice. What's the price uh, tag on it? No, it mine's black. Uh, oh, it's black. Is it? Uh, gotcha. I remember. I remember yeah, now. It's all coming back to me. Yeah, I wonder if they thought that like we need people aren't going to pre-order the Wind Waker, which um, I'll say is tied with. 
Breath of the Wild for my personal favorite. Um, I've played maybe half the games in the series. Wind Waker was the first one that I beat. Mm-hmm. I think that it just was so charming. The visual style really grows on you. It still looks good. It 17, still holds up very well. That was it was very panned though, which sucked. I got a lot of backlash when it first launched because the what is it? The GameCube tech demo was like they showed it off, and it was like a really hyper realistic for the time, like Link fighting again. And and then next year, this like new Zelda gets announced. And people are like, "Wow, it's a it's a game for babies. This is stupid graphics." The, the type of I I was all over the IGN message boards during those years, and you know it was called Zelda, and people were so. It was a laughing stock for the first, like, after yeah. the first trailer. But once people got to see more of it and eventually finally play it, I think the majority people came around. I mean, yep. they, they they still did reverse course and come out with uh, the darkest in the series, Twilight Princess, to follow it up. Yep. Um, but I think that, uh, you know, it's a little easy. Like, I, I think maybe they added a, a difficulty mode on the, the Wii U version. Um that made it a little more challenging. Um, but I thought the puzzles were really enjoyable. The The story was actually really engaging. It's got that great final fight against Ganondorf. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yep, and Wind Waker. That one's really cool, like, with everything going on. Like, spoilers for Wind Waker. Yeah, it's a, a however-many-year-old game. But, yeah, you're in, when, like, because the, the Hyrule premise of it, Hyrule's... And you're fighting Ganon in, like, this... You like get Tyrell underwater, and you're fighting Ganon on this big. I don't know where are you fighting him on a platform or in the castle. I think it is the castle. Yeah, I mean, it's like a, a big section of the castle. Um, it's a pretty large fight area, but I just remember at the end you stab him in the head. Yeah, you fucking stab him in the head. You do a little like that roll mechanic they teach you throughout the game. You do that cool like eight dot, and you jump and like little Toon Link is just like yeah, and stabs him right in the head. And Ganondorf is like, oh, and he just turns to stone. Yeah pretty cool and as it's a kid super it was sweet. a jaw-dropping moment like oh my god yeah it got dark they, um, they always have pretty good moment like ending uh moments with the uh, zelda games like that they put a lot of emphasis on and then whenever you pull out the master sword because i remember that one being really cool because he's just the cool little like slash where he's like yeah yeah um and then breath of the wild i mean the game's been talked about to death but uh it was even though i played it on the wii u pretty amazing mm-hmm. experience um, same I know that. Oh, you played on the Wii U as well? Yep, yeah. That was my first run through of it. I beat it. I got super obsessed with it. Played it for hours and hours and hours on the Wii U. And then when I got a Switch, bought it again. And now I've been playing through it again. And next time, I always. Whenever I see it on sale, I'm like, okay, now I got to finally get the Switch version. And I it's don't know why so I have nice. not yet. <laughs> it's, it's also like, it's hardly going to go on sale. So if you see it at a good price, snag True. that baby. Um, so what about. Anthony, you comfortable picking a, a favorite, or is it uh, too hard to choose among your children? Yeah, I'd probably say uh, Majora's Mask is definitely my fave Zelda. Okay, the Dark Horse mm-hmm. follow up to Ocarina of Time. I love um, that a lot. It's, uh, it's it? I think it's the memories too. I'll have to like be cheesy and say like the memories of my life I have associated around playing that game because I played it like right after I graduated. Like really played it was um, right after I graduated high school, like maybe a year or so. A couple of years, maybe, and just got really like that part of my life was very memorable. And the experiences I had around that time when I was playing it and beat it, and then the re release as well in 3DS wasn't too far after. You're a big like 10 or 11 year old, you're like, This Zelda don't scare me no more. I can look at this moon straight, <laughs> dude. Oh my god, it's that moon was scared the shit out of me when I was little because like, my friend had that game too. And I was like, I want to play this one, so we booted it up. And that's the first thing you see in the game when you <laughs> yeah, turn it yeah. on, there's a moon in the sky, and it's like, Ugh. Yeah, that's one honestly that I never. As a kid, I did not understand the the, the saving mechanic. How like? Oh yeah, it, that was same. Uh, so that one, I honestly have pretty much gotten nowhere in. I I thought about getting the 3ds, um, I guess port and yeah, they make it a lot more manageable at least saving wise with the the 3ds port, which is nice. Oh, do they? Okay. But it, it what sucks is that like a lot of people I can see being turned off from that like when they're little or first time playing it or one of the first Zeldas is you start off with like a hide and seek mini game is like one of the first things you have to do in that game. You have to find the four little kids or whatever around town. Oh, the bombers oh no, gang. You're right. I isn't it crazy? I remember that. I haven't played that mm-hmm. game in twenty years. Um, is it? It's it's just a weird mechanic to start off with. It is weird. Zelda games. I guess uh, I've heard so much bad things about the opening hours of Skyward Sword, which I didn't play. Another one I missed. It's um, pretty boring. 
wondering if they're mm-hmm. gonna update that in a way just like they did with wind waker and make the final terrible section where you have yeah. to find the 12 shards of the triforce oof that was brutal i remember i had a printed out game fact for that that's sick um Hell yeah tyler you got a favorite or, or are you uh um I, I like the minish cap that is a good one that was made by capcom <laughs> wow yeah i do kind of like that one that's a game boy advance Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's a great game. That is a really good one. I think I, cause that one, you could play multiplayer, right? Uh, I think that was Four Swords. You might have been able to in Minish Cap for like if you connected something with the Game Boy Advance player, but yeah, I can't remember. I remember being Four good. Though. I remember being good though. Uh, that's as far as mobile Zelda games go. I've been meaning to get to Link's Awakening. I'm sounding that's like a, a great fan. One. I'm like, yeah, I haven't played that. I haven't played that, but. Um, I really like the Oracle of Seasons and Ages games when they came oh, out. Oh, yeah. Oh, those my God. Those were so those good. Games. I totally forgot about those. Yeah, I, I forget which one that I actually got through. But those were super popular among my friends in, in middle school for a few months. Mm-hmm. And you, you could trade with those, too, which is cool, because you could use the link cable to get, like, certain, like, the items or rings or whatever you could find. You could trade if your friends were playing and had yeah. different versions. That's only a certain way you could actually unlock, I think, two bonus dungeons per game, which wow. is really sweet. That is pretty cool. Um, I love that. Oh, that so Oracle ones, so cool. there, there's one I played a few years ago, one of the few games that I actually played all the way through on the 3DS, uh, Link Between Worlds, the follow-up to Link to the Past. I thought that yes. was really excellent. Uh, the, the mechanic where you can transfer into the wall... Uh, to become like a 2D figure and move around to solve puzzles, which they then put into Mario Odyssey was was really neat. Is there any um like tunes, like uh music from any of the games that you guys remember? Because I've got one in my in my head that so many. that just that just kind of like popped into my head, and I like immediately recognize it. I don't know what it is. Well, the one that, um, the, the one I'm thinking of is um, you're just kind of like traversing the overworld, and it's like bum bum ba da dum bum, bum bum ba da bum, bum bum ba da bum, bum bum ba da bum. Yeah, that's kind of like the prologue to when what most people think of. Which one is that? In a, that must be in a bunch of them because I totally. <laughs> I think it is in a bunch of them. <laughs> I think it's an, that's an overworld theme. Yeah. I don't, I don't think it's Hyrule. It's not Hyrule feel. I don't think. At least not in. Yeah, obviously, there's the main theme, which is. I think it's only in the um. It's not. It's not. In, not in the three D Zeldas. It's only in the two D Zeldas. Maybe so. Which one um, is that? I, man, <laughs> it's a good one too. Ocarina of Time, I think, is the soundtrack that most people reference when they are saying like oh yeah that one was so good and there's like there's the Kikoro, the the village one the kikoro village or mm-hmm. you know what i'm talking about anthony yeah kakariko village one do you know that the kakariko village uh in wind waker windfall island uh is just a different version of kakariko village i know that yeah but... it's like either slowed down or sped up or it's something but it's like the same uh i'm not a music man but it's like the same kind of music thing with it huh um and then of course song of storms which is the one that goes of course there's the one for the ds the uh they're not I, i'm not a big fan mainly because uh you have to use the stylus to control and do everything with link on the ds uh, phantom hourglass and spirit tracks um i, I do want to give those another shot at some point in the future but the really good track from uh, phantom hourglass is linebacks theme i've been i really love that one cool that's that's a good one all right, that was a good Zelda talk. Why don't we conclude with you guys letting the audience know what Breath of the Wild 2 is going to be called? Mm-hmm. Oh, you should have been thinking about it. <laughs> you, you know, you know I, I think, I, they, honestly, like the Breath of Darkness sounds like... Can't take it's, mine, man. It's, it's, <laughs> I feel like that's what it's going to be. Uh, nah, I don't think so. Know. Maybe it's Underworld. Be, um... I mean, you could go all the way out mm-hmm. on the left field here. You could be like, they're going to bring back... Go kid, or they honestly uh, might. Maybe they might even do like a uh, recycled assets thing. I mean, it hasn't come out that quickly, but they might even do like a a Termina kind of deal. That would be really cool. You mean where it's like uh, there's a dark version of the world? Yeah, I because that's in the lore. That's like they got linked to the past. Is all about that. Uh, like, same with 
Metroid Prime Echoes. Mm-hmm. That has a great sound. Oh, that's a good soundtrack. Metroid Prime was Echoes still not as good as the first one, but still a very good game. I go back and play those. All right, I'm I'm trying to keep the clock moving here. But... Uh, I want to say Brett. <laughs> let's see. So I'm gonna say Legend of Zelda. It's gotta be. It's gonna be say, called. Okay, so it's gonna be the dark. The darkness of Hyrule. Uh, and a, a Legend of Zelda: Darkness of the Ancients. Oh, cool. Every all with the darkness or ancient darkness. I like Some it. cool like booster set from Yu-Gi-Oh name. Certainly. When, when okay, one last question: When do we when do we see more of it? What's the is it E three? Next year, I want to say. <laughs> yeah, probably probably oh, probably E three. I think I don't think it will come out this year, but I think we'll oh, see no. it at E three. I think we'll yeah. see it at E three. They're gonna get oh, so much right. all that backlash from the new the recent director where he's like, if you were hoping for any Breath of the Wild 2 details, I'm sorry. <laughs> Try again at next E3. We'll see you next year. He might as well have just been like, all right, calm down. It's yeah. not what you think. I'm waiting for them to just do that to be like, all right, you fucking mm. kids. I, I really so, hope oh, I really hope he does like a I'm sorry, but I've come to tell you, and then just pulls like a psych. It's here. Yeah. Take a look. <laughs> it's coming out today after the direct. I could see that. I could see that. I'd love that. All right. Well, thank you guys for joining me. Thank anybody for watching and listening out there. This has been Go the Love With You show, episode 99. We'll be back next week doing what we do. Until then, stay level and thanks. Bye. Goodbye.